What is up, guys? What is up? Today, we're going to be talking about leveling with Christ. Why is truth is it? Why is truth important? Have you ever been asked the question, what does it matter? What does it matter if this person wants to do this? Or what does it matter if this person wants to do that? Hopefully, we'll be able to answer those questions today during our episode of Real Men Talk. Let's get with it. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, we're here with Kyler Sal. What's going on, Kyler? Hey, guys. What's up? All right, so leveling with Christ. Have, Kyler, have you ever been asked the question, what does it matter? All the time, especially you know, in the classroom. I, what does it matter? Yeah. You, you know, I mean... It, what, what does it matter if, you know, this person wants to be, you know, this male wants to be a female? What does it matter if, you know, this this woman wants to run her household? What what does it matter if, you know, this child wants to do, you know, you know, marijuana or what is it, you know, what does it matter? What does it matter in in the prospect of uh, of anything? Why is truth important? You know, so this is kind of the, the what we're going to try to get at today. You know, why? Why should I was asked this the not too long ago, and then I had seen a video of it. Um, I was at flipping through TikTok. I, I follow a lot of pastors on TikTok, and I was flipping through them, and and um, this guy got on there, and he was actually talking to Frank Turk, and uh, uh, no, he wasn't. He was talking to Ben Shapiro. Uh, he's not a pastor, but um, but he's like, what? What does it matter? What does it matter if? Um, you know, if, if a guy wants to be a woman or a woman wants to be a guy, you know, and of course this right now, this is the big question that is, that is haunting America, you, you know, and, in this attitude of what does it matter? Now, let me, let me lay, lay some foundation here. We live in a free country. That this is the you know we have un, unalienable lot rights to life liberty and and uh, I blanked and justice uh, happiness whatever it is <laughs> life liberty pursuit of happiness yes pursuit of happiness thank you I knew there was something else there it's a whole movie <clears throat> Steve did you I guess you skipped the whole movie y- yeah I did <laughs> <laughs> thank you all right so. So you you know we ha- we live in a free country we we have we have the unalienable rights of uh, of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness. If if you are a grown adult within the 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 premise of the law and you want to do something, do it. You, you know you have you have the right, but that does not mean that we can just do whatever we want, and it's okay. There is still a moral standard, regardless of what America says or, or anybody else says that, you, you know, or I should say what our government says or anything. There is still a moral law that should be upheld. And, you know, when somebody asks the question, what does it matter? There, there are two sides to that, to that question. One <clears throat> is it inside the law? Two, does it uphold a moral standard? Hmm. You know, and so with that, with that being said, 
you know, if somebody asks you, you know, what is it? What does it matter if, you know, if, if again, we'll go back to this person, this male wants to be a female. What is it? What does it matter? Well, if if they have the right to do so, what does it matter? Now, again, we have free choice. We have, you know, if it's within the law, then then they have that that right to do so. But is it morally right? And as Christians, that that's where we have to go to. This is this is what we have to to put in place. Is this morally right? Because if there is no moral standard, then why is there law at all? You know, who says that? You know, killing babies is is it okay? Or who says that killing five million Jews isn't you know is bad? That if there's no moral standard, there's nothing to 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 stop us from doing whatever we want. Right, and you got to think of the 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 opposite of what you're saying. Why does it matter? But you you we as Christians also have to think why should it matter? We have to ask both questions because you can't have one without the other. Why does it matter? Why should it matter? Because it gives you the almost the yin and the yang to it because mm-hmm. you've you've got to have the definition behind why it matters but then why should it matter because that almost comes with the ethical side of it um in the book um i don't have enough faith to be an atheist you guys started this last year I sh- i'm catching up now um <laughs> c.s lewis puts it in there he said in sort of a ghastly simplicity we remove an organ but we still want it to d- serve the same function yes he said we still want to make men but with chest and expect them virtue and honor. However, we laugh at honor and we still are shocked to find that we have traitors in our midst. And it's this, it's the exact same thing. We expect so much and we still want to have it, but we also want to cave to so many expectations. So in short, I mean, he puts it super simple. If we, if we want to have strong ethics, strong morals, if we want to see virtuous men, if we want to see um, people rising to the occasion, then we have to have the ethics. We have to have the morals and we have to build strong men up at the same time. We can't just stop because otherwise you're not going to have anything. There's no right. point. Why should that, it matter? Yeah. In that same book, Frank Turk talks about sitting the, in the lap of God and slapping him in the face, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's that's exactly what we're doing. We want we want a moral standard. We want that um, that sense of morality. We want right and wrong. We understand that law is is good in most cases. Most people understand that law, um, a you know, sets a certain standard for us to live by. It protects us um, from evil. But at the same time, we want to push those boundaries of morality more and more and more. And and I think that that is such a vital part of this question. Why does it matter? Why is truth important? You know, you know, here in in a Missouri, unfortunately, you know, they have they have um, legalized marijuana uh, for recreational use, um, which I voted against. Um but nonetheless, they passed it, you know, so no longer is it legally wrong to smoke marijuana, but is it morally okay? You know, what kind of, what kind of things are you allowing to happen? And this, this is a big controversy inside the church. 
I have had conversations with deacons of other churches with men inside our church that would argue the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, why is it wrong? You know, if you know, and this is this is their argument. Well, if it keeps keeps people from drinking, you know, you know, from driving drunk, and you know, it's saving lives. And I've I've really heard this argument, you know. But at the same time, you look at what what it it, it represents, mm-hmm. and it's such a dangerous place that that you put yourself in. You know, just because it's legally right. If it's legally right for you to have an abortion, is it morally right to do so? Is it morally right for a woman to to abort her baby? You know, again, these are these are real things that that we are encountering encountering today inside the United States of America, inside every every probably every church, every county, every city, every everything. Inside the United States, everybody's having these exact same discussions. And how do you, how do you answer that? How do you answer that? You know, what does it matter? And I think that we have to get to the point to where we understand why truth is important. We have to understand that truth is the embodiment of Jesus Christ. Okay? So the Word of God is is the embodiment of Jesus Christ. And if Jesus Christ is truth, the word of God is truth. In the beginning was the word, the word was, was with God, the word was God, John 1, 1. And if you understand the premise of truth and who it represents and what it represents, it takes a new toll on why truth is important. And truth is not the same thing as law, okay? Mm-hmm. It is. It's not the same thing. It, you know. Yes, there are laws that are morally correct. You're not supposed to murder. You know that that is a moral law. Also, you know, you're not supposed to just go out and kill people. But at the same time, somebody will tell you that you can't go out and kill somebody, but you can abort a baby. Mm-hmm. Again, we're talking about people inside the church. You know, n- not only outside of the church, but inside the church, they'll tell you it's okay to abort a baby. But it's not okay to mor- to to murder. Well, where's the morality here? Where does truth take place in all of this? Well, we as Christians, we've we've grayed the lines, merged the lines. I don't know how you want to put it there. We blurred. That's what it is. Blurred the lines. Mm-hmm. We've we want to hold one one sin higher than the other. Yes. I mean, and they did it back in Bible times. They, you, you're mm-hmm. unclean. You're not unclean. You've done this. You've done that. And we we switch to. I mean, even in that discussion, you're looking at. Well, if it's, if they're not drinking, then they're at least doing this. Okay. Well, you're trading one addiction for another addiction. So it makes right. that addiction less than the other one. And that's what we've done. We've just we've skewed that truth line, at, and we've changed it to. Well, it's my truth. We've we've now personalized truth instead of looking back in the Bible. The Lord didn't generalize everything. He made it specific and he gives us every specific instruction on how we should live. And that's the truth. But we want to then change that. Well, well, that verse doesn't apply to me because, you know, I'm, I'm living this verse over here and we want to pick and choose the verses that we, we live by. And we can't do that. We've got to look at everything. And when I was looking at talking about this statement, why is truth important? Um, it all goes back to, um, 
how God in the beginning, truth brings order. And that's what God does. Mm-hmm. God is the God of order. And if you look at first yes. Corinthians fourteen thirty three, he says, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. And as in all things and, or as in all the meetings of God, it's holy people. He's not this God that's going to bring chaos into the world, but that's what us blurring those lines of truth does. It brings chaos into the world. And so then we get to the point where we don't even know. We have no Mm -hmm. idea what is actually truth or not. Um, I mean, go back and look at um, in Genesis. He has it day by day, exactly what he was going to create, how he's going to create it and the order. And then he says, and it's good. Right. And then he goes back and, um, he shows us exactly how everything should go. But then when sin entered the garden of Eden, when the devil entered the garden of Eden, it brought chaos and we went from truth to deception and we are just slowly accepting deception over and over again. And we're slowly just saying, you know what? That's just, that's just how it is now. And we are caving into what is actually truth. And we, as Christians, we got to stand up. We got to stand up against that because we have in front of us, we have the Bible, we have the truth. And if you're going to call yourself a Christian, then you need to relook at your truth then. Amen. And I don't, I don't mean this mean. And I, I mean, I, well, maybe I do. I don't know, but you have to look back. And if God is not showing you in, in your heart, you are living against the Bible, then you've got to look at your walk with Christ because he's going to define truth for you. He does in the Bible. All you got to do is turn to it. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe Anthony. You don't have to believe anybody, but the Lord is going to show you. He's going to show you the truth. He's going to stand for the truth. And ultimately the truth is going to come out. And that's right. just how, how it works with him. Yes. Yes. That was beautifully put. So the order in which things happen, and I'm, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because because this is kind of where I'm wanting to get to, um, is you, you look at things like homosexuality and even 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 um living with a woman before you get married um you, you know our, our culture has has somehow let's see what what's the word i'm looking for it has idolized sin okay they they have made our sexual desires above everything else the only mm-hmm. thing that matters is your sexual desire. You look at the, the pornography industry. You look at abor- abortion. You know. You mm-hmm. look at you know all these different things. Every TV show, every movie you you look at. You know, I was watching Psych the other day. By the way, Psych is my favorite TV show of all time. Um, but you know, judge them quietly was, later. <laughs> yes, judge me later. Um, <laughs> But you know they were they were talking the Juliet and Sean. You know she's like no, it was just a one time thing. You know we're adults; it happens. But no, it doesn't. Like it's in everything. It is in every. And we're talking about a show that's been you know I don't I don't know it's been out since their last season. I don't, I can't remember 2015, 16, something like that. And it's it's just progressively getting worse. It is in everything. But you look at why why is it wrong? What does it matter? What does it matter if a man lives with a woman? What does it matter with, uh, you, you know, if you if you want to change your sex? What well, you look at the order, but back back to the order of God, and the reason why these things have been idolized the way that they are is because Satan is trying to take away from the authority of Christ, mm-hmm. and the order in which God created things was perfect. There there was there's no fault in it. It is perfect and. When God created sex, God created sex perfect. 
inside the confines of marriage. And so every time it's taken out of, you see, just like you were saying, Kyler, disaster and confusion Mm -hmm. and deception, lying and cheating and abortions and, you know, same-sex relationships. And, you know, now we're into transgenderism. And all of that, you see, has escalated from the sexual revolution in in the 60s. -hmm. You know, here we are. We're, what, 40? 80 years later, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever it is, um, you, you know, that 80. Yeah. Holy crap. It's been yeah, a long time. Long time. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was like, that can't be right. No, it's, yeah, it no, is you're right. right. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. 80 years later. And look at what it has drive to. Mm-hmm. You know, here we are. We're talking about them wanting to mutilate children because they've decided that in their minds, they're like, ha, 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 I want to be a little girl. Ha, ha, ha. You mm-hmm. know, oh, okay, well, let's go cut your penis off. You know, yep. I mean, like, where's the logic in that? Where is this, you know, sound reasoning in this? And there is none. There absolutely is none. And so you see the the chaos that has come from this sexual revolution, you know, 80 years later, and, and just, it's just going crazy. And because it is outside of the order of God, it is not perfect, as in God's creation was perfect. But we're going to continue talking about this right after this break. This portion of Real Men Talk is brought to you by The Jewelers Bench. They are a full-service jewelry store offering many styles of gold, silver, diamonds, and gemstones. And all jewelry repair is done in-house so you can get your treasured pieces back as soon as possible. They are also a licensed citizen watch dealer. Make sure to visit them today at 1353 Northwestwood or call 573-686-1522. Call or stop in and thank them for bringing you Real Men Talk. If you want to join in the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise, located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. Come be a part of the discussion. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's for dinner? Meatloaf. Meatloaf? Ew, your meatloaf could gag a camel. Excuse me? Oh, wait, Uh, can I erase those words? No problem. Meatloaf? Oh, okay. Do we have any ketchup? Wouldn't it be great if we could erase all of the words we wish we hadn't said? Jensen, I've reviewed your work on the Smith account. Yes, sir. I've worked hard on that, sir. Well, it stinks. Sir? Hold it. Let's try that again. Okay, take two. Good work, Jensen. One suggestion. Try making that report a little shorter. Unfortunately, real life doesn't give us the opportunity to take back our words. Nice party, boss. Thanks, Jensen. But there are sure some weird-looking people here, like that lady. That's my wife. Uh, can we play that back? Sorry, this is live. Listen, Jensen, about that raise you wanted. The Bible says reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. How are your words affecting those around you? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com.
This portion of The Real Men Talk is brought to you by RL Persons Construction. For over 29 years, they have been a regional leader completing projects that include private, municipal, state, and federal agencies of all types. From mass grading, utilities, concrete of all types, to buildings both conventional and pre-engineered steel. You can expect excellence in all aspects of their finished work. Contact them today at 573-686-1323 and let them know you appreciate them bringing you Real Men Talk. If you have a question about this week's show, please drop us an email to realmenatpalaceofpraise.com. We would love to hear from you. And now back to the show with Anthony and Kyler. All right, guys. And we're back talking about the truth and what what that means for us. Why is truth important? What is the, why even have truth? Why does it matter? Why should it matter? Um, and before break, we started talking about how we've, we've skewed the lines of truth. I mean, we, when we're talking about it, how Satan has taken those lines and he's just, he's blurred them for us. You know, and I, when we're talking about that, I think of John 10, 10, it says the thief only comes to steal, kill and destroy. And that's exactly what he's done. He's, he's destroying every make and model that God has designed that was perfect from the very beginning. He's, he skewed what the man's role is. He skewed what the women's role is. He skewed mm-hmm. what marriage is. He's skewed our definition of what gender is. He's even skewed like our grounds for divorce. Divorce rates are rising. Um, when when to have kids? When it's okay to have kids? When it's not okay? When, and what we've done is we're now taking that truth and we're turning it into something that we define for ourselves. And it it when I look at this, I'm like, we're just we're just trying to play God. That's the whole point. If we right. don't have anybody to even look at, if we don't have anybody to judge us, then we don't have to worry about what actual truth is. So let's just take it and let's define it for ourselves. And the most annoying part is, and I, I look back at education, and this is a little bit off topic, but you look back at who's making those decisions for you, like who's making all the legislative decisions for this. We're looking at people who half the time aren't even in the situation or even mm-hmm. thought about the situation. They're looking at the highest donor. Who's going to give yes. me the most money out of this? And that's that's what it's come down to. We're, we're going to play the role of God. We're going to play the role of um, who's going to make our own truth by money. I mean, that's and that's what Satan has done. It's not always money, but majority of the time, whatever, however Satan can skew the line, he's going to use it. He's not there to help us. He's not there to give us truth. He's just there to create chaos. And that's, that's the world we've created. That's the world we've allowed to be created. It was never a part of God's design, but that's it's just right. kind of, that's where we've, that's where it's led. Yes. Yes. And you look at, you know, uh, along those lines, I was, uh, I was watching Tucker Carlson the other day and, um, you know, he was talking about, um, you know, now they're trying to outlaw gas stoves. Okay, so I guess, yeah, I guess they 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 have decided that since our government can can make us wear masks or they can make us not go to church, they they could tell us whatever they wanted to do. And you see this, you see, we've seen this play out before. Um, and I don't know how much you guys know about China and stuff, but you know, there for a long time, they had a one child rule in China. Mm-hmm. You could only have one child. And if you, if, if your wife or if you were a woman and you were found pregnant, they would force you to have an abortion. If you, if you were pregnant with more than one kid, this is, these are facts. And you look at, at the, what has happened in America and it's almost the same thing. It's like, guys, what? What? Wait a minute. 
you know, and again, we we bring this this topic back to why is truth important? And because if we don't know what truth is, if we don't understand what truth is, then then they can just tell us to do whatever they want. And and we can't blur the, or since those lines are blurred, we can't tell the difference between what is right and what is what is chaos and what is, you know, false. And so you you see this stuff play out even inside of our churches, you know, they tell us mm-hmm. you know, well, Pastors shouldn't talk about politics, but they have politicized everything. Mm-hmm. So if you can't talk about politics and you can't talk about abortion anymore, you can't talk about transgenderism anymore and homosexuality because all those have been have been, um, you, you know, politicized, you know, you. And so, I mean, what do you now we're back to the German church back in Germany? And I know I'm jumping all over the place, you know, pre Adolf Hitler. You know, when they were like, well, we just need to speak the truth, the, the word of God, and we're going to leave everything else alone. But we've seen how that works. The, it allowed evil to come in. When you're not allowed to stand up against the re- issues that are at hand, the real issues, things like that, that we're dealing with, you know, good grief, people, people like, you know, we were talking at, at break about science, you know, oh, you're not allowed to talk about science. Well, I hate to break it to you. Science confirms the word of God. Mm-hmm. Always. Real science, when you when you bring everything out to the you know the scientific theory and all that stuff, when you all that stuff plays out, it all confirms the word of God. Mm-hmm. Why not talk about it? And now, guys, we're not talking about things that they can't, like all scientific say. So we're talking about evolution. We're not talking about that as truth because there's no way that in their dating, and they'll tell you when you're radiometric dating and carbon-14 dating, that there's errors in it. So there's no mm-hmm. way that we're going to, to know what happened, quote unquote, billions of years ago. They are guesstimating based upon the half-life of an atom, which they can't really do much with. So we're, we're talking about factual science that is undisputed and cannot be disputed by anybody because that's, that's the science we're talking about. We're not talking about things that we, we are theorizing. We're not talking about theories. We're talking about what is actually considered science. Right. I was, so I was listening to this podcast the other day, uh, called the Dr. Jeff show. And, um, he had a guest on there. His name was Hugh Ross, Dr. Hugh Ross. I think, I think that's what his name was. I mean, yes, Dr. Hugh Ross. All right, so this guy, I'm going to give you a little backstory here. Um, Dr. Hugh Ross, he, he, in this podcast, he was telling everybody, if you have, first off, if you've not checked out Dr., uh, the Dr. Jeff show uh, with, with Dr. Jeff Myers, you should look it up. Fantastic. Um, I'm a big fan of his books. As a matter of fact, I'm reading another one right now. Anyways, um, so Dr. Hugh Ross, he's autistic. And one of one of his his abilities, I don't want to make it sound like he's a mutant or something, but one of one of his things that of his on his scientific, you know, or the the autism spectrum there is he he can process large quantities of data. Right. So at like nine years old, he talks about going and reading physics books and all this stuff, you know, and he's he was not raised in a uh, a uh, Christian home. 
So he had all these questions, and his parents are like, well, go ask the librarian, you know, go find. So he found himself reading all these books, these, you know, um, books on physics, and he's he's a big astronomer. Um, he loved the stars. That's what that's kind of what pulled him into it. And, uh, well, his parents gave him a book on evolution, right? So he goes through and he reads this book, and he's like, wait a minute. He's like, something something doesn't add up. He's like, I don't, I don't understand. The numbers don't, don't add up what they're saying in this book of evolution and what I'm, what I'm reading in these astronomy and physics books. Like they don't, they don't go together. And he said he didn't touch the Bible until he was 17. And when, when he began to read the Bible, he said it took him a year. He said, because there's so many things that could be tested against like the scientific theory and stuff like that, that he put the Bible through this just extraneous, um, uh, uh, I, I don't even know what you, you know, scientific theory or whatever, you, you know, this process of, of trying to figure out whether or not it was true or not. So as he did, he, he said, by the time he got to Revelation 22, he said he'd come to this conclusion that he doesn't understand everything inside that book, but it has to be absolutely true. And so you take, you know, and it's just, it's phenomenal because all these things that he learned in astronomy, you know, in these physics, and he said all of it can be confirmed inside the word of God and everything inside the word of God can be tested. And, you know, when you go to things like the evolutional theory, okay, theory, because that's what it is. It's a theory, you know, it doesn't add up to everything else. You know, because it's it's just a theory. But when you take science that can be tested and has been tested and been proved to be true, 100% true, it will back up the Bible. Mm-hmm. You, which Every you're, time. Yeah, you're a science teacher. You know more than more than I would. Right. And as I'm going to call myself a scientist here because I, you know, feel like I am, you know, most days. But... <laughs> Anytime that you are looking at science and you're looking at experimental procedures, if if they took the Bible and they took it all as truth, then they wouldn't have a job. If right. if you just looked at at the Bible and you're like, well, here's this, here's that, and like he said, everything is right there, then they wouldn't have a job. There'd be no reason to to do the next experiment. There'd be no reason to try to prove the next theory. There'd be no reason to make sure that Newton's law of gravitational motion is still in. In effect, there'd be there wouldn't be a reason for us to look at plate tectonics and how global warming is happening. Global warming is happening because we would just have to look at the Bible and we know how the world ends. We know mm-hmm. how the world was created. We know what happened up until now. We, they would know it all, and that's where science and the truth have been skewed, is because they want to create their own truth so that way they have job security, which is you know. That's fine for them, right. but we have to remember that they, they, we as humans don't know all and we cannot see all. That's just, that's not how it was created. That's not how we were created. And we have to remember that the truth is all in the Bible. And if we just look at it, it'll prove itself right because it is right. And I mean, it doesn't have to prove itself. It's, it's just there. Right. Because it is, it is truth. Mm-hmm. And, and in that, in that frame of what is true and what is not there there is not a blurred line in the middle somewhere there's not a gray area things there is only two genders 
male and female. You know why? Because God created both male and female. It doesn't say that he created male and female and everything else. It says he created male and female. And because the Bible is true, it doesn't matter. You know, they talk about, well, you, you know, if if I decided that I was a woman and, you know, then I can be a woman. But if they if they dig up my bones 100 years from now, you know how they're going to be able to tell that I was a man? They're going to be able to look head. at the... Huh? Your big head. Yeah, my big head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, but they're going to be able to look at my bones and they're going to be able to tell through my bone structure, my DNA and everything else that I was a man. And you can't you can't change that. It is not right. a mental construct. It is a fact. It is absolute truth. Yep. We have to remember that this is it's skewing the truth is a tactical plan for the devil. Yes. When we have to remember that in Ephesians six twelve it says our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of their darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. Our and he's using us as tools, and we have to remember that we've got to we've got to decipher between what's right and wrong, what the Bible says, and what is actual truth. If we don't, if we continue to allow the devil to skew those lines, I mean he he's using it as a part as a tool to try to take down God's original plan. And that, mm-hmm. that was his purpose yes. from the very beginning. It was to skew what was actually correct. I mean, Adam and Eve, they had control of the whole garden. They could do whatever they want to. They had one rule. And he, he went in and he skewed that view. Mm-hmm. And that's all he's done since that time was he skewed every single truth. Truth. Because God told them the truth. Mm-hmm. You can do everything but this. They knew the truth. They knew exactly what they could and could not do. But when we allow the devil, I mean, it paints the perfect picture. When we allow the devil to come in and skew it, then what ends up happening is we, we try to make those truths for ourselves, and then the whole plan goes awry. Ever right. since then, if you read the rest of the story, because a lot of times we don't read the rest of the story, we stop. When you read the rest of the story, you, get, you don't get all the good things. You don't get all the good stuff that God has to give. You've got to, mm-hmm. we had to work for it. He, I mean, Adam... Yes. I mean, he screwed us over. Now we got to try to work super duper hard every single day when all we had to do was just obey God. But that's what we have to do. And Gary Smalley in this in the book, he also says, since he is the chief liar, he wants to steal your heart away from all that is good, killing everything that is honorable and with inside of you. And I, t- I talked a little bit about this on Thursday night in the class. But if you go back to the very beginning of the Bible, all God wanted was a relationship with his people, mm-hmm. with his his creation. That's all he wanted to do. And he he gave them the truth inside of the garden. He gave them everything. He didn't hide anything from them. But in return, what we ended up doing was man ended up hiding from God. And mm-hmm. with that, it skewed the truth. And we've got to, we have to remember that if we continue to skew the truth, we're just going to continue to hide from God. We're going to continue to hide our doubts, our, and God knows everything. He sees everything. He knows everything. But when we yes. skew the truth, we, we skew our relationship with God. And we're, we'll, we will never get back to the, his original plan unless we get back to what the original truth is. And the original truth is that God loves us. He doesn't care what we've done. He doesn't care what we've thought is truth now. All he cares is that we return home and that we return to his original design, which is to build that relationship with him. That's right. 
and knowing the tactic of Satan, you know, mm-hmm. that that was very well put and knowing the tactic of Satan, you know, and why why he does it. You know, two two reasons. One main reason, he hates God mm-hmm. with everything in him. He hates God. And therefore, because he hates God, he hates us. And if he can get us, if you notice that everything that he has skewed, you know, you, you look at, at at the way, you, you know, of course, back to the sexualization, um, the, the, this era of sexualization that, that we are encountering, he has skewed what God has made perfect on purpose because he hates God. And again, in, in extension, he hates us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand that. And this... This very point is the reason why truth is so important. Mm-hmm. And it's not because the people who are are living outside of truth should be hated or should be, you know, discarded. It's because they don't understand truth. And so we as Christians, we should lovingly come to them and be like, "Look, I understand that you have been deceived. I understand that what you're what you are a victim of a lie." But I love you enough to tell you the truth in a loving and gentle way um, and to 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 tell them, you know, hey, what you are doing is not right. It's not in God's plan. It's not the order of which things everything that comes from what you are doing will derive death. And we don't we don't want to see people die. We want to see people go to heaven. You know that that's the the whole object of us even be us as Christians being on this earth is to bring other people to Jesus to know Jesus, and and we have to understand the again the enemy's plan, and we have to understand that the people that do not understand truth are victims of lies, and they have been deceived. And they do not understand their ways. And so we have to, it's not about, it's not about proving that they are wrong and we are right. It's about guiding them back to a place where they can understand truth. And that truth is Jesus Christ. And uh, that's, that's what I love about apologetics so much. You know, this, this whole year, um, you know, is the, the whole theme for this year is truth and apologetics is that it's it's understanding and explaining truth to people who don't understand truth in a way that they can understand that they are in error or at least come to a place that they are you, you know it may not happen when you're discussing it but that you can as greg kukul puts put a pebble in their shoe of theology to where they they begin to question, you know, okay, is is what I'm doing truth? Is is the way that I'm living right? Is there a reason why I feel the way that I do? You know, is is there a reason why I feel out of order? You know, and and to to do that and to love people enough to tell them, hey, you've got to get you've got to get back. You have to get to a place to know Jesus that you will know ultimate love in a way that you'll you've never known it before. So I, I hope I hope we've answered some questions. You know, if you have any questions, let us know. You know, email us realmen at palsapraise.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Realman Ministries and Realman Talk. And um, you know, as always, we love you 
and we are here for you. And I hope that you understand truth. I hope you can learn to share truth with other people. And um, and let's let's end in a prayer. Holy Spirit, teach us to be leaders of our homes, of our communities, and of our churches. And teach us to be godly, courageous men. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmenatpalaceofpraise.com, or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service. Real Men Talk has been brought to you this week by RLP Construction in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. For commercial contracting of all types, see RLP Construction today. And by the Jewelers Bench in Poplar Bluff. They are your one-stop shop for all your fine jewelry needs. They also do in-house repair and are your citizen watch dealer. Make sure to thank our sponsors for bringing you Real Men Talk. If you want to join in the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise, located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. Come be a part of the discussion.